Hey everybody, coming up on today's episode of West Houston Radio, a one-on-one with Willie Mack Jr. We sat down and talked about his most recent project, Ink University Back to Cool, and a myriad of other topics. We kind of got a little philosophical toward the end of it. So uh, that conversation coming up next, hope you enjoy. This return episode of West Houston Radio was brought to you by Black Men Yoga 2, presented by Be Great DC. Join BGDC, The Cut, and Yoga with Jamie for the second installment in Be Great DC's popular men's yoga series. This virtual Black Men Yoga 2 will emphasize the importance of mental and physical health for black men and provide yoga techniques and self-care tips for everyday life. It's going to be hosted on Saturday, October 17, 2020 at 10 o'clock a.m. Registration is available on Eventbrite. Uh, the link is bmyt.eventbrite.com. One more time, bmyt.eventbrite.com. Um, I attended the first one. I'm, I am a member of the e-board of Be Great DC. Um, first one was a phenomenal event. We're trying to make it a signature event for the organization. So, uh, black men out there, if you're listening, if you want to, I mean, you can you can tap in from anywhere now because we're doing it on Zoom. If you don't have to just be in the DMV area, so um, yeah, black men, if you're listening, if you want to get your yoga in on um, next Saturday morning, please tap in again. Bmyt.eventbrite.com. I'm gonna link it in the episode notes as well. But if you're if you're listening right now, I just want to uh, tap it in on your phone. It's bmyt.eventbrite.com. One more time, bmyt eventbrite.com please tap in again next saturday october 17th 10 a.m um yoga with jamie and be great dc it's going to be a great great saturday morning uh we're also brought to you as always by what suits him and what suits him.com where a new essay is up uh home is where the patience is it is my review of big sean's detroit 2 uh, i loved it needless to say but um i could see that uh online i mean there generally people did seem to like it but i could tell that uh online there was a little bit of confusion about certain things <laughs> that were definitely um detroit specific uh, ergo the title so uh kind of wanted to explain as best i could i think for people who might not be from detroit why the album was so special it's probably my favorite album of the year all things considered i'm definitely biased but um i really can't think of anything this year that's come out that has been better as a project full length so um yeah if you're skeptical about it if you listen to it and you you kind of didn't get certain things please 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 check it out again it's on the West Sim homepage um hopefully it clarifies some things but yeah I really did enjoy the album so I hope everybody that liked it reads it and if you're skeptical about it please read it as well um also photography consulting still going strong we've been doing photo shoots all summer um family shoots grad shoots headshots just uh trying to get in where we fit in consulting professional uh, professional development documents if you need your resume and cover letter touched up. Uh, people are applying to grad school, to undergrad. Um, just anybody just that needs their documentation um, with a, a, a new set of eyes on it. Please, please, please hit us up. We are hard at work. Um, again, everything available on the West Houston homepage. So please uh, check us out there. And anything multimedia, we probably can help you out with. So again, westhoosome.com, check it out at your leisure uh coming up next uh the good brother willie mac jr sat down with him actually owe this to wills i've been sitting on this episode for way too long um actually before i talk about that i'll get into the future of the podcasting space at what's who's him um nothing bad per se um we're just gonna i'll probably be doing some adjusting um i'll talk about that at the end of the episode but point being i've been sitting on this episode for a little bit uh just haven't felt like recording for the uh, majority of the summer but I was home in Detroit um for the month of August and uh Will's happened to be dropping the project so me and Willie really sit down pretty much every time he drops something and chop it up about 
the direction of the project. So I couldn't let this moment pass while I was home to um, actually get a face to face with the good brother. So I uh, wanted to get this out. Um, we talk about uh, the project again, Ink University, back to cool. Um, and get, like I said in the intro, we get really philosophical toward the end. I think that, um, again, you, you hear these songs sort of without any context and you might be able to like glean a little bit of, um, or, or assume some things based off of what they're uh, talking about in the music, but you actually hear like what inspired the lyrics and it's, it actually provides a, a whole different scope to, to what you're hearing um, in the music. So uh, really glad to talk to Willie about the project and um, everything that inspired it. Really good conversation, like I said. Um, yeah, hope y'all enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it's coming up next. But first, as always, you know him, you love him. My brother, Willie Mac Jr. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm Detroit's own savior, Detroit's own plug, Detroit's own future, Detroit's own love. I'm Detroit's own. Yeah, I'm Detroit's own. <laughs> Yeah, and I never asked for my heart back. You can have it without all you taught me. I never would have lasted. I know I can move through some Hollywood. Dude. All right, back on these mics, bro. I, I haven't recorded in two months, dog. Okay. I ain't been feeling it, but my brother records, so I got to, you know what I'm saying, get back on the microphone. <laughs> Let's do some radio. Willie Magic. We had Casa de Willie. What's popping, bro? I'm chilling, bro. Good. I'm chilling. You feel me? Good. Welcome back to the show. Always uh, a pleasure, you know how that go. Um, I gotta do this after every drop, then. After every drop. I mean, at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's tradition now. At this point. Uh, back to cool. Dropped on Monday. How you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel good for sure. True, true, true. Yeah, I'm happy niggas, you know, from from the response I've seen. I'm happy niggas fucking with it, you feel me? I feel it. Was this like a, um, I was thinking earlier, quarantine didn't have folks. Kind of stationary, or, or at least able to focus on like one thing yeah. specifically. Was this like a quarantine drop, or was it like had you already been planning to drop this August seventeenth? Uh, I had I wasn't planning to drop it August seventeenth. I didn't have a date, but I had started writing for it like pretty much right after Christmas. You okay. know what I'm saying? I had you know a song or two, but that's all. Also around the same time, I linked with Corey. You feel me? And we start like well, me, we probably link. Because at first, I wasn't really making an album. I was just, because after Keep the Change, I was just trying to low-key put out more singles. Mm -hmm. So I was just making shit. You feel me? And it was stuff I liked more than others. Then maybe a couple months later, more to February, probably March, is when me and Corey was like, nah, let's put one together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's when we really locked in and started, like, picking songs and making songs. You know what I'm saying? True. So the uh, I mean going back to the back to cool thing, but you you did keep the change, mm -hmm. which deviated from the at least the, like the university concept. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so was that like I mean obviously it was mutual between you and Corey to go back to that. How'd that come about? To go back to the back to cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean I had been planning to go back to it. Okay. And he kind of asked me what do I got any name ideas, and I was like shit. I was low key planning the second back to cool. Mm -hmm. You know, with you helping me do it, you know what I'm saying? Because my fear for real, I ain't going to say fear, but my worry was, because I like the first Back to Cool a True. lot, you feel me? True. So that, I mean, that's my favorite. I ain't going to hold you. Okay, so man. It is what it is. So, though I like 
always knew I was going to go back to it. I was worried about going back to it because it's like when I go back to it, I got to at least equal or mm-hmm. top mm-hmm. the first one. That's feel? how I always feel about sequels, bro. It's yeah. Like you got to at least equal it. Yeah, you know? for sure. You feel me? So I knew like I had put everything I had in the key to change. Like, I ain't going to lie. When I finished key to change, I was on some shit like if this don't blow, I'm damn near done rapping. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna lie, cause I put my last dollar, my last resource. You got everything. a hell of a beat for that bitch, bro. You feel me? Like I put my all That's into serious, that. Hell, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I knew like if I'm gonna make this album and it's gonna be as good as the last Back to Cool or even the good follow up to Keep the Change, I'm gonna need a nigga to work with. You mm-hmm. feel me? And Corey was the only nigga that I would have worked with, cause. I like how he moved, you feel me? And he, and he true to the music, so it was like, I know we're going to make some good shit, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know how the process making it going to be because we ain't worked together, which ended up going very smoothly, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, I needed a nigga to make this with, you know what I'm true. saying? Because my last three before that, really four, if you count to just SoundCloud release, but... It was all me, like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Picking beats, fucking writing. And it was like I can't keep doing there's no way I can keep doing it. You know how you like your brother would help you A and R nothing? You was just kinda going dolo? I mean like I mean I, I was asking for like opinions. Yeah, but, asking for opinions. Yeah. Like, what you think about this? Okay. But when it comes to like really picking songs and picking beats and deciding final decisions on albums, yeah, that was me, you okay, feel me? True. And I knew like I'm decent at it, good at it, like I can trust myself doing it. But I can't keep working that way. Like, yeah, that's yeah. going to get dull, you feel yeah. me? And he, you know, working with somebody, not only do they bring their perspective and their talent and their ear, but they challenge you more and bring more out of you because, you know, you you want to make it sound good for yourself mm-hmm. and you also want this person to be like, no, nah, that's it, you yeah. feel me? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I think that helped in the in the in the process a lot and, and is why I think the energy came out the way it did. Yeah. So I guess like bringing it back to the concept of sequels is like you definitely want to you want to make it better but you also want to make it different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like so I mean biased opinion or whatever cuz I'm your brother. I mean Try to be unbiased because we both music fans and I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. You did a real good job differ- differentiating two from one. Um, so, I like, like what that. was your mindset going into it to make sure that you did differentiate it, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that it wasn't, while, while you following the lineage of the initial Back to Cool, you wanted to make it different. So, yeah. like, how do you, like, instill that into the project? Uh, That's a good question, for real. I think that, one, my main focus, I ain't going to say my main focus, but one of my focuses was, all right, the Back to Cool sound has a certain sound. Mm-hmm. And I do want to continue that sound with the second project. Right. You feel me? But like you said, I don't want it to sound the exact same, same content, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I got to just kind of get a credit to, like, God and growth, really. Because, yeah. you know, it was really just a different time in my creative process, my creative journey to where... It, I just was, I'm just a better rapper now yeah. than I was before. Yeah. Really, you know what I'm saying? Better songwriter, better everything. So I think, you know, that just, you know, all grace to God, it just came out better because of, you know, the growth 
that's happened since the first one and since Keep the Change. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's wild you say that though, because like I was listening earlier, trying to be more intentional, because I listened to it all yesterday on some like on my like my nigga Snapper. Mm-hmm. But I tried to like so make sure I came here with some good questions. And like so the instrumentals follow the sort of sort of the same pattern where like I mean it's very it's very Detroit, it's very like you not lean on old school beats, but like you 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 use you use old instrumentals or mm-hmm. repurpose old instrumentals, but it's not quite the same. I felt like so I feel like it, specifically on Back to Cool One and on Keep the Change, you use like almost it's almost like a more of a Motown sound, mm-hmm. and this one's almost more of a like a '90s early 2000s sound. You know what I'm saying? I can feel that. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, I. I but see, that's I ain't gonna lie. That's the that's the essence of my like music history for real right. like when i was coming up and i got my first ipod and you can put a thousand songs on one ipod right. i had the ipod mini a thousand songs bro it was motown jigger and like early 2000s r&b and little 90s r&b you know what i'm saying it was like and i ain't saying that to sound you know that's just really what i was into i don't know why like no I don't get it, like, looking back, though, for real, because it was, like, so much hard shit coming out Yeah. when I was that age. I don't know why I was looking for old music, you know what I'm saying? But it's just the culture, you know what I'm saying? The D, that's yeah. that's our history, right. so, you know what I'm saying? And, like, as long as, even to this day, bro, like, if you, if you give me the aux, bro... I'm not coming no new shit. You <laughs> might hear you might hear like future too comfortable or some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come with two, three new songs, but I'm going two thousands and back. It's all I, yeah, if you wanna hear that, give me the aux. If you wanna hear some new shit, do not hand me the aux, bro. Don't do it. No, I feel like I mean, our parents ain't too similar in age, but like you said, it's the D, bro. Because I mean, my parents only played old school. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of got to. I mean, we was talking about our, our relationship. Used to debate Hove. Yeah. I fell in the Hove kind of by myself. Like you, was, like shit. talking to you, kind of like educated me more on Hove. Cause I really ain't know nothing. Tight shit. Yeah. So like, my parents was all like, I mean, my mom and my dad, my stepmom was all oldies, and my mom was all gospel. So yeah. pretty much any like hip hop was like. The hits for the most part, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel so. you. See, I had older brothers, so like my yeah. parents driving to school, all old school, you know what I'm saying? So that's probably like thinking, not thinking about it more. That's for sure, was why I was probably searching old school. Mm-hmm. But my brothers, you know, they my oldest brother, six years older than me, Jordan, four years. So they listening to Jigga and knowing what he's saying and listening mm-hmm. to Mace and all these mm-hmm. niggas and knowing what they're saying. And I'm just like, oh, that's the cool shit niggas on. Let me listen. You feel me? But it it started to grow. Like, really, when we started talking, right, I was like fifth, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. That's when I really started to understand what rappers was saying, Mm -hmm. for real. Like, I was listening before that, but it was just like... Everything was over your head. Yeah. That was when I I first... I had my first CD player. I know I'm sounding old. Some of you young niggas don't know what a CD player is. Well, everybody our age, don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. Well, our first, age. my first CD player. You, you move too much. That motherfucker skip. I'm walking through base with that bitch. I had Blueprint Two, The Gift, and The Curse. It was the only mm-hmm. CDs I had at that time. It's a sixth grade, bro. I banged them bitches all nine months of school. <laughs> All nine months. I can recite them lyrics to this day because of that nine months. That's wild. Grade, bro. You was the first nigga I knew that knew Diamonds Forever. 
pretty much start to finish. I feel like you got me hit the diamonds forever. Man, and that's on he goes so stupid. No, he stopped on there. He stopped oh on there. But yeah, that was like the first album I really started to comprehend. And I'm like, all right, let me listen to the blueprint again and listen to this old shit that my niggas was already listening to. Even DMX, his two albums he dropped that year. Mm -hmm. I went back to all that shit. Like, okay, I'm starting to get this shit now. Yeah. You feel me? And yeah, that's that's you know I forgot what our initial question was. But. <laughs> no, I mean uh, uh, how, how how you picked your beats or like what the how the selection of. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now it's it's more so like I can't write to a beat unless I can get a connection, connection. to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I vibe to it. It take me to a place, and then I I force myself into that place, and then I start to just jot down my feelings from it. That seemed to be the hardest part of like writing raps to me is like when you hear a beat, and I mean it's it's almost the same as writing. I don't want to say it's the same as writing, but like when I see a blank page, bro, like my, the hardest thing for me is starting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like figuring out what I want my hook to be. Yeah. And I almost feel like that's not the same thing with with artists or with musicians, but it's like you hear a beat. I mean, obviously it take you to a place, but it's like, okay, what do I want to say on this? You know. What I but mean? see, that's where I think that place, that place lets you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I first heard No Limit Soldier, for instance, I'm gonna say that just because we kind of yeah. talked about it earlier. When I first heard the beat for that, shout out to Eli. I knew I was that'd gonna talk hard. about that'd yeah, crazy. that'd be that'd be stupid. That'd be stupid. But I knew I was gonna talk about that content. Like mm -hmm. I knew. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just about taking myself into that place to really speak my truths and not just try to make some cliche shit. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people enjoy it because you can tell it's not just some rapping shit. It's like, yeah, but it's storytelling at the same right. time. Like, you can tell this comes from some type of real place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just a feeling that I found a way to put in the words... You know what I'm saying? You know, it, with all them songs, you can. I think you can get that feeling from it. You right. know what I'm saying? But I mean, so to that point though, like, I mean, I was getting out with like the late '99s, early 2000s kind of vibe to it. it was like No Limit Soldier, Fiesta Flow. Like it really felt like you was like sort of in that period of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it was intentional, but like just the way I, it I wouldn't was say it was like, intentional. I wouldn't say it was intentional. Like I say, I kind of just, I kind of just stay there for real, honestly. And I kind of, I think this album sound like that too is because I feel like that's the place I'm kind of in. Mm -hmm. Like, that 2000s era was the era of niggas coming in the game and leaving their mark. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you got you can name a few different uh, record labels. You can name the Murder Inks. You can name the Rough Riders, the Rockefellers. The, they all came, Dipset, they all came, No Limit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though the, some of them was 90s in the 2000s, right. you know what I'm saying? They still all came, left their mark, and stayed or left. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I feel like, honestly, that's where I'm getting to. Like, I'm about to hop in this game now. True. You feel me? True, so true, true. I think you can feel that energy in the project. You know what I'm saying? True. Well, yeah, like, I, this is hard, bro. Good looking, um, bro. Good looking. I, um, I, I try, like I said, I try not to come in biased. I want to come in critical because, like, I don't want to lie to you, you know what I'm saying? We family. Man. But uh yeah, you definitely get better, bro. So. My nigga. That's all that's all I be on for real. Yeah. Like
When I finished Keep the Change, it was like, dog. Because that'd be the crazy thing about it, too. Like, as soon as I dropped some shit, it'd be like, damn, what the fuck I'm going to make next? All right, what's bro? next? <laughs> what the fuck I'm going to do after this? What's you next? know what I'm saying? Bro, that's every creative, dog. I dropped yeah. that. I dropped my essay in the June, and I'd be feeling like, okay, I, I finally wrote 3,000 words. I need to keep this momentum. And then I'd be like, if I got another 3,000 words mm. in me anytime soon, bro, like, I'd be having to really, like, go through some stuff. You know, you know facts. Mean? And that's, that's, like, that's why albums be taking me so long. Like, niggas be, in this era now, people put out shit so much that people be expecting that from every artist. But mm -hmm. if you want an artist to really give you truth and give you the music that they enjoy so that you will enjoy it, Every artist not coming out every three months. Right. You feel me? I need. I look at these projects like babies. You feel me? So I'm taking at least nine. You feel me? I, that's what I, I feel like you be working, bro. Yeah. That's the thing is, I mean, people do like. I mean, people's bringing up the baby just for instance. Like, I think he dropped pretty much every like four, five, six months. And I'm like, I mean, he really don't be changing up yeah. shit. No offense, but I'm like, you. I mean, you like you said, you take nine, and I feel like that's a decent amount of time. Yeah. You take nine, you take three to let it gestate. That's a year. You got to be you gotta be comfortable with things moving forward and you feeling like you're not. Like, it's going to be rappers that come and make noise and it's mm -hmm. going to be whatever. It ain't got to be rap. You can be hooping. You can be a doctor. You can be whatever. It's going to be somebody that hop in your field with more flavor than you at the moment. But it ain't about the moment. About the moment you know right? what I'm saying? You got to be able to see past the moment. Every time I'm dropping, I know... Especially the more I move into a space where people really waiting on the drops. It's mm -hmm. just starting to get there where I think people like, all right, Looking Willie, it's been career. seven months, bro. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, now it's, it's kind of like, you know, I ain't about to just put out anything for sure. Nah, no, like, no, uh-uh. Yeah, uh, you, I'm got, you got too much like yeah. stake involved, stake in the game. Yeah, you know? I'm going to take my time and give y'all niggas good music because... It's going to be me sitting at home pissed y'all <laughs> listening to some weak shit. Some, some trash. Yeah, y'all can just be like, fuck it. I'm going to the next nigga. I'm about to go back to this little baby. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like I'm going to be sick I put out some <laughs> bullshit. I'm going to think about it every day. It's like, yeah, who? Yeah. You go out, you've been waiting to play against the, this top team in your conference, and you only have four fucking points. You, you can't wait to the next game, bro. You, you can't wait till bad. practice. I'm going to fuck my team up until I get to that next mm -hmm. game. No, it's funny. I mean, related but unrelated. We we'll probably get to hoop in a second, but it was funny. I remember at the end of the Utah Denver game, they had the one o'clock game. So I'm sure now if Mitchell ain't want to be around his teammates, yeah. he was just out. Yeah. Jamal Murray song. I'm like, this gotta be crazy. But then Donovan came back and got his today. You know, mm -hmm. so it's, that's you right. Mm -hmm. You're right for sure. So uh, for me, bro, I'm gonna take my time. And I'm gonna try to give you the best music, even if I take too long and you ain't checking for my shit no more. If you wake up one day, like, let me check that shit Willie dropped three months ago. Fuck it. It's going to be right. heat. The quality still going to yeah, be there. Yeah, it's going to be heat. The quality still going to be there. I ain't about to waste it. I ain't about to. And that's, that's one thing I peeped early, like, my first time performing, and I was standing on stage reciting my lyrics. I'm like, damn, I really got to stand in front of people and say this shit. I'm not about to say no bullshit. Mm -hmm. You feel? That's I'm a like, good point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just be no nigga out here rapping shit that ain't me because I really got to stand in front of people but, and say that shit. I mean, and I don't begrudge nobody. I mean, I'm going to use Ray Schremer as examples. I love them niggas. They didn't want to be musicians. They wanted to be rocks. They wanted to be famous. Yeah. And the music was the easiest yeah. way to it. Yeah, and I'm not knocking nobody that does it. Like, it takes a talent still to be able to just... 
make a hit even mm-hmm. if it has nothing to do with how you move. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I couldn't be in music. I couldn't put up with the industry. I couldn't, you know, put thousands of dollars into a project and only make $100 back mm-hmm. and keep making music mm-hmm. if I wasn't putting out shit that I you loved. Liked. And that you, you loved. know what I'm saying? Love, love. You know what I'm saying? For real. So it's like... As long as I'm in this shit, you're going to get what I got. If it turn up weak, I'm going to still sit there and blah. I put my all into that yeah. shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I did. You feel me? Preach. Preach. No, I get that entirely, bro. We mm. definitely... It's wild to think that, like, I empathize with you on the music tip because I be on the same tip as writing. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't want to put out... I be, I be telling people this all the time. It's like, I could crank out probably, like, 500-word columns, 1,000-word columns, but... They gonna feel weak to me, and they're not gonna really like encompass what I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna be writing to write, and mm-hmm. I mean, I do need to write more. I ain't gonna say I don't, but I'd rather it be good than I just do it to do it. Yeah, you know? and and I'm figuring out because me, I always been a nigga who only rapped when I was writing a song, mm-hmm. like trying to write for a project. But I'm starting to realize like the throwaway raps and the, the freestyles, the throwaway songs. Excuse me. All that shit practice too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and everybody don't gotta hear it or see it or read it if it's and a, if it's fire, nigga. Use like mad people use their freestyles for verses later yeah, on. Yeah, later on, all right. that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right, right, right. Practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. And then when it's game time, you gonna know. You I can know. use this. I can use this. Oh, I just came up with this. No, nah, bro. You know no, what I'm no bullshit. I mean. Crazy analogy, but I was watching the Clark Sisters' uh, little biopic, uh-huh. and they had this moment where they got invited to perform at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and they basically was like, "Everything we've done is practice for that moment, and even that's practice." And then when, I, when they said that, I was like, "Everything is practice, no, bro. Facts. Everything, facts. Like, this, like us reporting podcasts, technically is like." Interviewing practice for you, interviewing practice for me. You know what I'm saying? Everything is practice. Facts, facts. Because even me, like, putting out the project, I listened to that project a hundred times the day before it dropped. (laughs) I was on a flight that day, everything. I was on a three-hour flight. It's a 30-minute project. I listened to it the whole flight on repeat. I probably paused for 30 minutes because I was reading this chapter in this book. Mm -hmm. But got home at, like, 3 p.m., Still listening to it. Took a nap, woke up listening Listen to, to it. it. You know what I'm saying? And the next day I dropped it and I listened to it another hundred times, it sounded completely different. Because mm. mm. I'm thinking about it from a different perspective. Anybody like, else heard it yet? Yeah, other people listening to it. Mm-hmm. Nah, this is what they're hearing me say. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing it from a whole different perspective. That's wild. And it's practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay all right, now I know what people like. I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I learned that niggas like me when I, like when I say, yeah. Like my little ad lib, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Willie. I'm learning, like, people telling me they like that. I'm like, oh, all right. Which bet. is a random, I mean, not random, but that that is a sort of random thing yeah. to point out. <laughs> and it's dope to me as a Jay-Z fan, because that's one of my favorite qualities of Hov, mm. is his pre-track Post track little ad libs and I did flashing. notice that was that's that's a new flourish that you added to the music. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even purposely though. It's just more comfortably. I'm more comfortable in the booth. I used to be mm-hmm. so nervous in the booth mm-hmm. that I would just 
damn near hold my breath until the verse started. And then I just start in the verse. Mm. So that's why if you listen to my first projects, there's no talking. There's no talking. I mean, I remember you telling me, though, when we, we I think we did our first one. We did yeah. our first one or our second one with Leah. You was like, you hated Liv. You ain't like yeah. ad libs. And, and it ain't that I, I don't like, I don't really use ad libs. I do ins and outs, which is like, if I say, I mean, you're not Quavo ad-libbing, like Migos no. ad-libbing. But, but you even do. still, I, my ad-libs be more ins and outs to where it's like if I say these hoes tripping, for instance, mm. and I just go in there, and as I'm saying these hoes tripping, I say tripping at the same time that I said it yeah. the first time. Like, I do that, but ad-libs for me still is like, I don't really know what to say, bro. Mm. Like, I'm mm. giving it all in my verses. I don't know what else to add on extra. You That's feel real. me? I mean, I don't know. So I be, I be thinking about uh, uh, Pull Up, Roll Up. Uh-huh. You're talking crazy over there, bro. Yeah. That, my, my, that low-key my favorite part of that song. Not my favorite part, but top three is the lives, bro. You talking crazy over there. Yeah. I mean, just kind of behind Look. the beat, though. Like you say, you're not like... So I hear, I get what you mean. It's not yeah. like ad-libs, ad-libs. But you kind of like... There's another version of you behind the yeah. beat kind of narrating what's happening yeah. on the beat. And it be like certain songs I be feeling like they necessary mm-hmm. and certain songs I be like they don't need them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm that saying makes sense. cause like On God I did ad-libs and it's like okay it kinda makes sense for a song like On God to me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but every song I just I just can't do them cause it be feeling like and I just I personally just enjoy my flow for real true no I, I mean I get it I definitely get it um some people need to fill the space though. So Yeah. Yeah. It is what it yeah. is. Right. And some yeah. And I could more, but that's that's another I think Like I, you said, comfort. I, yeah, and I still think like as 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 much as I love this project, bro, I still think that I got levels to tap into. You, that's fair. You feel that's me? That's fair. So, and Adley was probably one of them levels one day. You feel me? So I mean, I, I feel like you're going to feel that way until you where you want to be, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's kind yeah. of, I feel that way, too. So Yeah. I hope I never way. stop feeling that way, though, because that's, yeah. that's something that make me, like, really... I'm always chasing a better me instead of, like, another artist. Or, Which is a gift and a curse, bro, because it's like you... Sometimes it's hard. I mean, you name one, y'all probably just stop and smell the roses. And, like, sometimes it's hard, bro, because you yeah. be ready to move on to the next. But it's like you need to sometimes appreciate the growth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So. You got to appreciate the growth. You got to do that. Yeah. And I, you know, it's also like, yeah, you, I ain't going to even say nothing because you got to appreciate the I growth. I mean, you got Niggas to. Niggas got to understand that, so I'm going to stop right there. No, but that's the, the thing, growth. bro. It's like, like, like while we say you got to, I mean, this might be a sermon to somebody listening, but it's like, it can be easy to get caught up in the like, all right, I, I accomplished this. I got to accomplish something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's but why see, I, that's why, see, when I say chasing a better me, I don't necessarily think, of accomplishing things. You feel me? It's more so my own expectations and, like, knowing, like, bro, you got another level, so try to reach it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might not reach it. Like, so far, I feel like I've been reaching a new level every album. Now that I'm at this level, it might take me two albums to get to the, the, next, to the next level. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. But... I want to keep chasing that next level because I know 
that in doing that, I'm going to make the best music I can at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you made that point earlier, though. Like, even if nobody's really rocking with it, you got to know that you did everything you could to make people mm-hmm. like it. You know what I'm saying? Or not even make people like it, but that you put your best foot forward. Right. Because if they hate it or love it, you're going to be able to stand on it. Right. Like, if everybody that ever liked my music hate the next project, and I know I gave it my all, it's going to be like, shit, I feel y'all, but shit. You feel me? Yeah. That's what I have for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned for the next one. Yeah. Or don't. That's or, up to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would advise you to because, you know, I'm going to come with some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, all right. Now, we can hop into the, to the, to the track list. So, I kind of, okay. the first thing I thought about was, I ain't gonna say it's crit like, but the skits the skit the skits felt crit ish. You know okay, what I'm I fuck with that. I fuck with crit. Uh, so My I, nigga from the nigga that did it, he from South Georgia, so that okay, makes sense. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah, I was, I was gonna ask, was that you or did you get some? No, nah, uh, my guy, my guy, his name uh, Leroy, Leroy Broner. Matt June, but you missed it. Boy, I had one. Boy, I did myself today. Boy, a one presentation. I taught them folks they gotta be themselves, man. That's the main thing. Be yourself. Stay true to yourself. Them folks think being real mean you got this money, the cars, the clothes, and all this extra. That ain't nothing. It's in you. It ain't on you. You can have all these shoes on your feet, but your whole mat's all weak. Yeah, man. I uh, When I went to Fort Valley State, shout out to Fort Valley, yeah. HBCU. Yeah, I yeah. did a year at one of them hoes, you feel me? But uh, he hooped on the team before me. He was supposed to hoop the year. I hooped there, but uh, coach was on some bullshit, honestly. Happens, yeah, you know. But uh, he just a cool, he a real nigga, cool nigga. We sit, kick shit. I met him because that school, like a couple of my homies went to a year or two before me. And I met him then, and he was still there when I went. You know what I'm saying? He's a real nigga. Come kick shit, country nigga, different perspective on life. You know what I'm saying? As you can see, he ain't no, you know, he is smart. He sounded like Crip. Yeah, <laughs> like you like could, he, yeah, he's he's smart. He, you know, follow God, you feel me? Mm-hmm. We we be on the same shit. So it was like he was the nigga on the first back to cool who did that song. Oh, that, uh, I, I thought that was, oh, I thought that was just like somebody up here. No, nah, that was him. That was, okay, yeah, man. that's why I told him, like, bro, you you down there every time I do it back to cool, you on the skits. Nah, he, you yeah, know what I'm saying? So I hit him up. He sent me them bitches that night. I sent him, like, three songs. He caught the vibe and just started sending me shit. I'm like, that one, that one, and that one. <laughs> we on, you feel me? Oh, that worked. That yeah. worked. I for sure was like, because I... I the reason why I banged with it specifically was that I don't know if like so Crit has a very educational sort of like vibe to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I really did feel like it fit the 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 sort of like the the academic theme to the album. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 kind of what I was going for. I thought the songs had their touches of like you know, education, I guess, you know, in a I way. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a way, that's the only word I got right now. I'm sipping this shit, but <laughs> uh, I still wanted the project to feel more theatrical, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because my favorite projects had skits. My favorite projects growing, you know, as I've been a music fan, people tried to make them... People made like sent messages with they 
mm-hmm. concepts and they projects. It wasn't just I'm gonna give you a bunch of music. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't beat you over the head with it neither. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like, like you say, don't beat niggas over the head. Keep it short, sweet, cool, still funny. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just too like this nigga trying to really be a professor because I ain't no fucking professor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just, you know, so it's more so just, you know, I wanted it to be theatrical, fun, and educational in a way. You know what I'm saying? And I think for for Willie, for me, I touched those points. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was really trying to use cut this shit on and you would know how to file taxes afterwards (laughs) or some shit. No, but I wanted you to leave that shit like knowing mainly keep fucking going for real like through it all mainly that's what i wanted like i you can learn as much you can read as many books as you want you can talk to as many people who didn't did it before or whatever but if you quit you gonna lose you feel me so that's was my main thing like be yourself let me not forget that be yourself because only you can be you and that's your specialty you know what I'm saying? Because you don't need a motherfucker that can be it. Right. And don't quit. And that's what I hope. That's the message I hope I sent. You Fair feel enough. me? Fair enough. Or we sent. Because yeah. it wasn't just me that made the project. You know what I'm saying? Your, your name your name on the on the on the cover art though. I guess I guess you a band now. You yeah. I mean, you know, if it, if you want to just talk writing specific, then you know, <laughs> yeah, but. If, if this project couldn't have came together without everybody involved from producers mm-hmm. to features to my nigga Corey mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to the artwork you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. all that you know what I'm saying cause this music shit this ain't some shit you can do alone No, you know what I'm saying I you believe, gonna have to have individual it. strength but you can't do this shit alone I believe it I definitely believe that uh, Alright, track two, so damn I'm good. I'm feeling so damn good. I'm feeling so damn good. I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling oh so so damn good. Yeah, I woke up early in the morning, put some good food in my belly, had me yawning, put the chain on, got my mind right for the hustle. It's time to get to it, dog. I'm so damn good. So I mean that's that's the first song we hear. What what was the, the thought process between behind making that the first song? The funny thing is, the first song you hear in the last song I made, for real. Oh, true. Okay. Um, but, uh... Was that intentional? Like, you felt like you needed a first song? Because I like this for Caddy Dreams. I ain't gonna hold you. But... Yeah. Uh, when we we kind of had most of the songs and knew, like, uh, none of these niggas, none of these songs are really intro. Like, okay. we could play something there and it'll probably work. Mm-hmm. But they not really intro. You feel me? So, funny story, because Heisenberg made that beat. Uh, Shout out. Heisenberg. It's like Burr. Like With Gucci Burr. Gucci, right. You know what I'm saying? Heisenberg. But yeah. uh, I was in the stew with my nigga Smurf. He engineered, mixed the project. Uh, he was mixing. Heisenberg heard six four caddy dreams. Okay. Like he was just walking through the stew, heard six four caddy dreams, walked in, was like, I gotta play you some shit. Mm. Came back with the so damn good beat. I'm like, need that. <laughs> you feel me? Need that. 
and uh, ended up writing it like the next day or so, and went back to the studio, recorded it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now that you say that, okay, I get it now. I definitely yeah. get it. Now. And I and it was like, I was in the, I was thinking while making this project about my college experience. You feel me? And one of my favorite parts of college, except if the class was too early, but would be waking up throwing on music and getting my day started. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I was trying to make a song that would fit that vibe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to, I was a hooper. I had individuals at five in the morning sometimes. Mm -hmm. I had class at eight sometimes, or I have a noon class. Mm -hmm. So I'd be waking up different times, Mm -hmm. and it'd be like, I was just trying to put myself in the mindset of what song could I play at any of those times. Mm That could get me started, yeah. and you know, I felt like that was so damn good. You that know makes that definitely made sense because I was thinking about like six four K dreams definitely could have been the very first like actual song, but in terms of like setting the tone or like the very first thing you want somebody to hear, so damn good yeah. definitely fit that vibe. Right, right. Definitely you know what I'm saying? Vibe. And it's any time you can play it from twelve a.m. to twelve a.m. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And you won't. Just feel like it's annoying, yeah. or you know what I'm saying. It can fit pretty much any vibe. Yeah. Pretty much, just I feel like this album kind of can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can find a song for any playlist. I feel you. I feel like you know. I feel you. I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna skip six four K drinks because he kind of talking about it. Been that new six four, drop top patty with the tinted window. Detroit player got gator on my toe, gaze on my face, fur touch the flow. Six four if you ain't no six four if you ain't no six four if you ain't no, I'm a Detroit player. If you ain't no, rocking modest ice. I just wanna live a modest life. Crossing all my teeth. Let's talk about it. Uh, no, because the only thing, I, only thing I want to say is like the fir- so when No Limit Soldier came on, I was like, this probably <laughs> this be my you just want to talk about No Limit Soldier. That shit nigga. hard, bro. <laughs> that's so so crazy. That was my first favorite. I even got to. We'll talk about Fiesta Flow in a second. <laughs> but that's what came on. I was like, this is track three. I don't know. I like. <laughs> I don't know. Like I hope I, I hope I like the rest of these songs, but I like this one. <laughs> this crazy, bro. Yeah. You know I came over with the world on my shoulder. You my no limit soldier. You know I came over with the world on my shoulder. You my no limit soldier. Every time I call, you say let's ride. Got me telling all my friends you my best side. I know we both young. I don't look into the lies. I can tell us. What, what, was, the, what was the process behind that? I ain't gonna lie, I wrote No Limit Soldier in probably like 10 minutes, bro. That's wild. 10, I mean, but minutes. that beat, I feel like that beat was inspiring. Yeah, it, it was like, that was one of the ones Corey sent me. Okay. And, and from Eli. And, uh, he sent me that and New Money at the same time, actually. Okay. Sent me like five beats and those are two of them. And I wrote No Limit first and I, I kind, it kind of just poured out of me. That was the first time in a long time where a song came out like that, honestly. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? And that motherfucker came out right. You know what I'm saying? So that shit took me like I ain't gonna say 10 minutes, you know. It ain't take a long time. It ain't take long for sure because it was just like coming. It was just coming to me. You know what I'm saying? And it that's one of my favorites too, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah. that motherfucker ride, for sure. It ride, bro. It ride. I I had to go run an errand yesterday morning, 
on Monday morning because I whatever. And um, I was I was kind of pissed off because I had left my mask at the crib and you can't go in the fields without mask. <laughs> so I had to drive back home. And No Limit Soldier came on, I think, on the ride back. And I forgot all about it. I was in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I for sure was like, this shit hard. I like, love to hear that. That shit I love hard. That. So, no, yeah. No Limit Soldier, I ain't going to lie. That's going to that's gonna be the first video, too. Bet. But uh, I ain't going to lie. That's probably... When I when I wrote that song, after Corey sent me that beat, that's the song that let me know, like, all right, nigga, you stepping into a new place. Mm-hmm. You stepping into a new place. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely a different beat than I think you ha- didn't even have before. Yeah, and that's been the thing too since Key to Change is I I like Troy Casino Troy. He did on this. He been the person who been sending me beats from. From Stop and Smell the Roses for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh he did playerism and they. We're gonna talk about playerism for sure. Okay, yeah. He did playerism. playerism in the outro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh I I I I was too heavy on Troy beats. Like I was just like, nigga, I'm only fucking with Troy for a minute. I mean, so I mean kinda Which like Which ain't wrong. Right. I mean cold. aside, would you ever do like a one producer album you're not there yet? You kinda wanna still diversify. Yeah, right now it's it's about diversity. Right now, yeah. I, I I'm not against nothing like that, but I think that's I got to be at another place for that that's right now. That's you know good. what I'm saying? But if if and when I do it, he gonna be the first nigga I do it with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially more than five songs. Mm-hmm. Like I might do a two three song with another motherfucker, mm-hmm. but Troy gotta be. He, you know, we didn't we didn't made too much heat together. True. You know what I'm saying? And in times where we both was at at some low points, you feel me? Mm. We sent he sent me beat, I write to it, and I'd be like, shit, that beat me got me out of a dark time. And he'd be like, what you wrote to it got me out of a dark time. You feel me? So that I'm fucking with Troy for L for sure. You true, feel true, me? True, but true. I still knew like, you know, and that's another reason why I also wanted to work with Corey because it was like I knew he'd bring different vibes and even send me shit probably that I would that you maybe even... you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. would maybe maybe not come across mm-hmm. or may overlook mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so you know and Eli Eli might be I told him I told him the day the shit dropped like you might be bubble MVP bro <laughs> cause he made no limited new money and it's like mm. you might be bubble MVP bro I ain't gonna give I ain't gonna declare it but Fair enough. You coming at least Devin Booker around this bitch. Fair enough. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming New Money is a favorite of yours too. We making new money and turn it into old money. Turn it into old money. We making new money and let it turn to old money. Let it turn to old money. We making new money and turn it into old money. Turn it into old money. We making new money here and let it turn to old money. Every day I, I like the all these motherfuckers. But yeah, like I like I mean, I'm yeah, true. I like new money because of the message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something like niggas get too caught up in blowing money and thinking it's all about just having it to spend it. When it's really about you know, generational wealth and even bigger than that, using your money to help other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And to do that, 
you gotta have some long money. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you gotta start off stacking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let that new money turn old. Mm-hmm. Like everybody get some new money and spend that shit before it can age a day, let alone a year. You feel right. me? So even me, I've been teaching myself that. That's another thing. I don't want this shit to come off like I'm. But you know it all. Just already. know it all. This is shit I'm learning yeah. and trying to force myself to do as yeah. well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm a nigga who would make five hundred and fuck around and spend that shit on some drip. You feel me? I ain't about the front. You I'm still, feel I'm still learning that too. Yeah, bro. that's some. You know, but that's why I put it in the music. And I put it out there is because I want other people to hear it and I also want to force myself to live by it. Because mm-hmm. anything I put out there, you got, yeah. I'm living by. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not going, I'm, I'm not going, I ain't going to be one of them niggas who just putting shit out. You feel me? So, you know, that's another reason why I try to make songs that are not only a reflection of who I am now, but who I want to be type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely understand that. Uh, Fiesta flow, bro. So I caught the old school, brought it back to new. Lay down the blueprint like Hover do. Got the whole city thinking on a new level. Don't be late to class, get a new schedule. And I can't hit any bitch in my city. PIMP, nigga, I'm the new 50. I'm the new Diddy and I'm the new Mace. I'm the Bruce Wayne to these niggas. You first first get question. New money and go to Fiesta flow. No, go first question. Cause I, bro, so I ain't been, I mean, obviously, niggas can't listen to Fiesta no more. So was that like niggas can't niggas can't, bro? I was at I was at a birthday party, was it two years ago? Mm-hmm. DJ dropped initial remix. Uh-huh. Everybody started booing, bro. Oh, niggas started booing. Everybody started booing. Man, I couldn't even be mad. Nah, he deserved that. I shit couldn't for even sure. be mad, bro. Right, so man, I mean, like, was that a thought process? Like, this is my was one of my favorite beats ever. Like, I want to be able to listen to this beat again. Like, I ain't gonna say I want to be able to listen to it again, but it is one of my favorite beats ever. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Honestly, the thought process was if niggas try to run with that shit, then they, like, come on, bro. I'm not that guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, this music was made for people to make it better, make Mm -hmm. it new, recreate. You know what I'm saying? So don't hold his sins against me. Shit. I mean, that wasn't even the thought process for me, honestly. I was like, I'm glad Wills, like, took a a fire-ass beat and made it listenable again. Facts. But you got to understand, in this climate today, niggas ain't thinking like you. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't thinking like, I'm happy I can listen to this beat again. (laughs) Some niggas out here ready to put niggas' heads on pitchforks and shit. I I won't lie. I was surprised at first. I was like... This nigga took Fiesta, but then I was like, what's wrong it's with him using Fiesta? Right. Like, like, it makes you dance. I was like, like I what's wrong with that? To, yeah. like, I'm not about to let this lame-ass, goofy-ass, <laughs> trife, nasty nigga right. ruin nigga. Yeah, beautiful they, music. Right, no. no, nigga, you go rot in jail. We gonna <laughs> yeah. stay out here and have Fiestas, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You go rot. We about to party no, around this bitch. Partying. Yeah, like, still partying. Yeah, like... still partying. But yeah, nah, Fiesta, when I heard the beat, that was one of them beats I heard. I listened to it for three seconds, 10 seconds, bro. Heard the beat drop. Yeah, the drop. Yeah. And then just put it in the folder. Like, I'm going to see that bitch later. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that bitch later. Road to it, and, you know, it came out like that. I, I was in a, uh, uh, I knew, one thing I always knew, but was always afraid to do. I ain't going to say afraid to Afraid the wrong word, but I didn't know when was the right time to do. Was to make my like, like Cole, one of my favorite rappers, so I'm gonna use him as an example, but mm-hmm. back to topic freestyle. Okay. 
where I just get a beat and rip it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I had time, excuse me, like where mm-hmm. I did like the what they want beat from Mace. Mm-hmm. I did it as that like was like a, a Lucy though. Yeah, it was a Lucy and like a. I really made it to perform at Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I wanted it to be like a break in my performance. Mm-hmm. You know, and I ended up just putting it as as a bonus on the album too. But I knew it was gonna come a time where I needed a staple rap track. You feel me? And when I heard fi- that Fiesta flip, it was like, oh, yeah, it's on. It's on. Yeah. Man. It's on. Because like, like I said, I heard No Limit Soldier, and I was like, I don't know if anything could beat this. And I heard Fiesta, and I was like, all right, we got comp. We got comp. <laughs> <laughs> we got comp, bro. I love yeah. it. That's it. Nah, but that Fiesta, man, that Fiesta, that shit a banger. That's, that's us reclaiming. Our our childhood, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not about to ruin our childhood, Mr. Kelly. You're not about to do that. No you, way. You lame ass nigga. No we way. about to party, bro. Like we about to party. I'm sick. I ain't gonna get into that. Go ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. No, bro. I mean, yeah. I love that beat. I love yeah. that song. Period. It make you just like groove. You feel me, like. Sick he a pedo and a musical genius at the same time. <sighs> Crazy how that works. I'm sick I can never listen to Storm Is Over the same. That was like my favorite song ever written, bro. Every now and again I slip and listen to a, a, a woman's threat. I can't I can't not. A woman's threat is I, I ain't mad not. at you, but I ain't mad at you. But Fiesta we claim we reclaimed our time on Fiesta. Yep. We gonna dance to it. We right, gonna, Willie Waters. <laughs> Representative Willie you Waters. You feel me? We gonna dance to it. We gonna party to it, and we gonna and Buddy gonna rock and and and, and you know. All good. You know. Yo, black men, are you tired of being told that men are trash? Are you tired of hearing over and over about toxic masculinity? Are you tired of having black masculinity defined for you? All in the videos, dancing. I bet. Check this out. Cue the music, please. My name is Jeremy Hurt, and Let's Talk Bruh is a podcast that I host on Black Masculinity. We have conversations on Black Masculinity and take it into our own hands, define it for ourselves, and break down what men are trash really means, as well as what it means to hold ourselves accountable for toxic masculinity and the ways that it impacts us and women. I have conversations on vulnerability, mental health, friendship, sex, and much more. Being a black man, as we know, is a full-time job with no days off. And Let's Talk Pro is a podcast where all black men can have deeper conversations outside of Twitter's 280 characters to vent, to laugh, celebrate our wins, and call each other out for problematic behavior like telling your boy to man up when he's crying because what does it really mean to be a man if you can't cry? With each episode, we try to do our part in considering and suggesting new visions of black masculinity. Let's Talk Bro drops every Wednesday anywhere you can find podcasts. All right, we back. Uh, rolling through the track list. All right, Family Ties. So I, I, I think I told you before we, uh, we took the break. I need Family Ties. I might need Family Ties' new theme song for the pod, bro. I had to get loan these niggas. Put the plan in motion, stack my don't these niggas. I made the right moves, always stood my ground. I'm the best around if we ever talking pound for pound. They just snakes in disguise trying to plot my demise. Ain't no knots in my family ties. You living lies. My nigga, you can't hide. I can see it in your eyes. I feel it in your vibe. You ain't really trying to slide, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm glad you fucking with that hoe. Yeah. I, I had to revisit it. I ain't gonna hold you because I was trying to make sure I knew every song before I got over here. I was like, this is baptized again. Oh, that was one of the favorites from first listen. Okay. So Okay, that's good yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorites too. That's that's probably the one that mean the most to me. I could tell low key when you was going through it. That it was like very like personal. You know? Yeah. If a show it was like a the song that I made in a time, you know, this whole project was made in a time of transitioning for me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And Family Ties is one of them songs where I wanted to be my most vulnerable and honest about that transition. You feel me? That's where the talking instead of a chorus came in. And, mm-hmm. you know, even the content of the verses is more so geared towards you know, trying to be vulnerable and letting people know, like, how I think, you know, what I'm on for real. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not really about... I love the music, but it's not about, like, what you can gain from the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So Family Ties was for sure the the song I wanted to try to be my most vulnerable on in in relation to the grind. Mm -hmm. You feel me? The crazy thing about Family Ties to me, I think, was like, so it's a very compact project altogether, like 29 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, Family Ties was both like the perfect amount of time, but I also wanted it to be longer just because, you know what I'm saying? I like the beat. I like the way he was talking on there. So uh-huh. I was like, we just going to wait for another minute. Yeah. You know, he could have kept going. So, yeah, I mean, Honestly, it is one of them beats I could rap on forever because it's just got that little, you know, it just got that yeah. vibe to where it's like you can you can keep talking on this right. bitch. You know what I'm saying? But, it's a very, like, I mean, you got your little, but not Alice, but like your, your talking portions yeah. on there. It's a very, like, talkable song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have you spit a verse and then spit some more game and then spit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You could have kept going. So. But it felt like... Doing any more would take away from what was done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that I kind of touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Like in the verses, in the talking parts, that was the gist of the emotions that I've been going through trying to make this music shit work. You know what I'm saying? That was the gist of it. Because when I say I jumped in the Detroit River, could die and said I was baptized, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. And I was really. In that mindset, I was, you know, it's, this is. You know. I, that was that was a question I had. Like, was you just talking shit, or you really jumped in? No, I really jumped in. I really jumped in, and I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, you know, this, you know, I'm off the, the drink, so I'm being a little more vulnerable than I expected to be. But I was at a time at that time where, I, I was questioning God in a lot of ways. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because I had I've been putting my all into this shit in more ways than just like really putting my all into the music. Like literally, my last, my last money. Yeah my last resources. Like, there's been time where I've really decided between studio time and food. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had those moments, Mm -hmm. you feel me? And within all that, I got to a point where it's like, God, am I doing this for a reason? Or am I just, is this my purpose? Or should I really be doing something else? Am I wasting my time? Mm -hmm. And when I jumped in that river, I was low-key kind of testing God. Like, Mm -hmm. is you really there? Mm -hmm. You feel me? And it wasn't like the deepest part of the river and no shit like that. Man, that river can still take you. It don't matter, that right? You know what I'm saying? Bro. But and it was all I ever heard when I was working down there was, yeah. "Do not jump in that don't river, jump bro." Jump in that motherfucker, and I did. And I ain't gonna lie, I felt like 
I only got out of that motherfucker because God, God wanted me to. I really feel like that because I jumped in. I can't tread water, bro. Bro, I can't swim. So when you said I, that, I was like, yeah, I can swim. You know, I can freestyle stroke. That mm-hmm. that's you know what I'm saying. But I can't tread water for shit. You know what I'm saying for nothing. Mm-hmm. So. I jumped in and I I was planning to just jump in and start swimming back, but I jumped in, lost my fucking mind, tried to tread, knowing I can't. Ain't know you can't tread. The fucking waves splashed water in my mouth, so I got to choking on the water. You feel me? And as I'm choking, I'm like, oh shit, right, this, this like lock it. in, nigga, yeah. lock in. But they also told me that it wasn't that deep. They said it was like seven. Six, Just, uh, yeah, but I they, still ain't no you know baby what I'm saying. Shit. But I'm thinking I can get to the bottom, push up, and then get to swimming. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever touched the bottom. Okay. I honestly think I was going down, and I thought it was the bottom, but God gave me yeah, a little yeah, push. You, a strength gave you the strength. You feel up. me? Like a little push, and then I just start swimming. You feel yeah. me? And, like, that's where that came from because, you know what I'm saying, that's where that song kind of came from because it was like, you know, I really feel like music is my purpose, bro. Like, I wouldn't have stopped hooping. I wouldn't have... I ain't no nigga who was planning to be in music, bro. So I really feel like I stumbled upon this shit because it's my purpose. Mm -hmm. And in that moment where I jumped in that river and in the moments where I made that song... You know, the jump in the river was a test. The song was me letting God know, I know. That's a testimony. Yeah, like, you're right, exactly. I know you got me. Mm-hmm. So I'm serving. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm serving. That's, I mean, damn, I relate to it more than I thought I would because I didn't been ready to shutter with Sue soon. I, I've, I've talked to people about shuttering it this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's because, like, I don't know if people reading my shit, people listening to the podcast, like, Asking God, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I, it's all money in. I'm not getting no money yeah. back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Yeah. But see, that's that's what... And I've been reading this book lately, A Purpose Driven Life. I don't know if you read it. I heard about it. Okay, yeah, my brother put me on. It was He, he didn't read it for the second time mm-hmm. recently, and he told me to read it. You know what I'm saying? But you should read it, bro. You okay. should read it because... Okay. Like you saying all that, like that's that's you proving to God, like I will I will do what it takes to find and achieve my purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, like God don't give a fuck about money. God could bless right. you with billions of dollars tomorrow if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't he don't care if you like I'm not he don't care, but he wants to know that you will sacrifice money, you know what I'm saying, for the love and for what he created you to do here. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So for me, with this music, like I know, you know, we got the building and we got all this other shit, but when it comes to this music, the money I make, the money I put into this music, like it consumes all of my dollars. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It consumes all of my dollars. I do that shit because I'm one, I'm trying to prove to God that I'm really about this shit. Mm-hmm. And two, I love it and I want people to you love it. Yeah. And I want people to hear the testimony. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And people take the testimony and create their own testimony. Mm-hmm. And it may be the soundtrack to them getting through it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Type shit. 
So, but and I mean to that point, like the passion is what's gonna get you where you want to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not about. I mean, the talent is the talent, but it's the passion that's yeah. gonna get you where you want. And if you let the money stop you, you ain't really want it. You know what I'm saying? If you let, cause God and did amazing things for people, bro. Yeah. He wants you to know, like, you could lose everything, and I could give you more than you had. You know what bro, I'm saying? There's a whole Bible chapter. Right, there, bro. right. So it's like, if you're not willing to sacrifice your last for your purpose. Why would God bless you with all the things you think you deserve? Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because to him, it's like, until you prove to me that you here for the mission I sent you for, you don't deserve what you think you deserve. Not even prove, because, I mean, guys all knowing, but right. it's like, how, like... It's almost like a lesson. Like, how yeah. bad do you want it yeah. for real? Yeah, and you are you willing saying? to go through what it takes to learn what you need to learn after I bless you? Because mm-hmm. after I bless you, then it's time to really carry out my mm-hmm. work. You know what I'm saying? Or are you just going to forget that I even blessed you to begin with? Right. And are you going to forget all the lessons mm. that I taught you, which are the reasons I blessed you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? All right, Reverend. Reverend, nah. Reverend Wills. <laughs> Talk your shit. Uh, I ain't gonna say that, but you feel me, like. No, I get it. I definitely get that. Yeah, life will teach you some things, bro. I ain't no nigga who just had the hardest struggle ever. But like I said, new money. I done seen the mountaintop and I done seen the ground, bro. Like I done seen the richest niggas hang out with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All that and the the niggas that's you know in the trenches you feel me Mm -hmm. i did both so it's like i ain't saying i know it all but i can i i know some things and i know my life can teach somebody something yeah you know what i'm saying it can teach somebody something i don't know what i don't know what they may learn from me but i'm gonna just put out my testimony and hopefully somebody learns something you feel me or choose to see that if they put their faith in God, they can do whatever they want to do or here to do. Mm-hmm. I can say whatever you want to well, do. Because right. what I purpose. wanted to do was win six championships. <laughs> True. You feel me? True. <laughs> win seven. Fuck six. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to be, I was supposed to be in the league by 19 and, you know, six-time champion by 25. You feel me? I was thinking about that the other day. Like, maybe that's why I hate Cole so much. It's because I thought I was going to be his rival mm. all, this, all this time. <laughs> so, I was, I was gearing up at six. Like, I got to be ready to, to actually be yeah. going against Kobe when I'm 20. Uh, everything, though. When I'm 20. But, no, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do now, bro. I Like, I... This experience making this album has really put me in the... Because like I said, when I dropped Keep the Change, I was really thinking. And I think that's why God... Because I think Keep the Change is great music. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why God held me back longer because I was saying to myself, if this shit don't blow, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel me? So that was another lesson. Like, nigga, you don't really fuck with this shit yet. You don't really understand that this your purpose yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you gonna do this shit whether you rich or not, nigga. Or whether you eating off it or not, you here for this shit. What's crazy? I say that with every essay I write. Like if this shit don't block, don't pop, I'm not writing no <laughs> more. I'm done. Maybe that's why God ain't letting none of these essays pop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, I ain't gonna say I know that's why, but that's not the way of thinking. I think mm-hmm. you know he looking for. No, that's right. 
That's you definitely know what I'm right. saying? Because, you know, you That's know, right. you gotta, you know, my hero, shit. I mean, I could I could bring up the ultimate representation in Jesus, but even my heroes, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, niggas ain't had money. Mm-hmm. Niggas ain't had money, bro. They was doing that shit out of love and just that was their purpose. They, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They when Malcolm X three days before he died, he had lost everything: his house, he had no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His family was scared to death. He had nothing. Bro, I just watched Ali the other day. We on like fucking tangents now, but I just watched Ali for the first time maybe like three weeks ago. I was like, yo, I had no idea the nation really did that to this nigga. Bro, bro. Like they bro, stripped he, him of everything. Yeah, bro, he didn't own his house. His house. He was the reason the nation was the nation. Was popping. And didn't and they took it from him. You feel me? Just because he really learned and grew. Mm-hmm. For real. He learned like, oh shit, we was kinda on the right thing, but I was following the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they just act like he didn't build that shit from ground up. You feel me? Like, but that's how you know. Like niggas ain't talking about Elijah Muhammad today. Ain't talking about Malcolm X. And I mean, it seemed like they were trying to punish Malcolm to get him to come back and fold, and because he was so strong willed, he didn't yeah, do it. You know yeah. Like he knew what he was doing. He was convicted. Yeah, was and, it was, and it wasn't about him. Like Malcolm was willing to die for his purpose. Mm-hmm. It's sad that he, he actually had before, to. Bro. The night before, he was like, I, I probably won't get there with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine. Yeah, and imagine still deciding to wake up the next day and going to mm-hmm. do that speech. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you might die. And it's like, fuck it. I'm going to still go do what I'm here to do. That's giving your life to your purpose, mm-hmm. bro. That's mm-hmm. giving your life mm-hmm. to it. And if you ain't doing that, what you doing? Like Nip say, find your purpose or you wasting the air. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you ain't doing that, like, there's nothing. I ain't, I ain't trying to just say this shit because it sounds good, but there's nothing Earth can give me that's more important than my purpose. There's nothing. You preaching, dog. Real shit, though. Nah, no, you right. You right. <laughs> Real you shit, right. though, bro. And that's coming from a nigga like I say. Like, bro, I was 21. My brother was in the league. I was around the niggas who still stars today, spending money, getting money, Getting hoes, all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I see, like, that shit was a cool life to live. But you can easily be living that life and not be happy, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can easily be. If you don't feel fulfilled in what you do every day. Yeah, people associate money with happiness. Yeah, it's all it's, and it's like, no, you got to have a purpose. Bro. It's never that. It's never that, bro. That money shit, cool. It's good to have. It does release some stress. That does. It, it, Trust yeah. me, nigga. Like, it does relieve stress, but it ain't everything. It is it's not. not everything. Hey, I mean, I, I was having conversations. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm finally coming out of the little bit of debt I accrued this year, and I'm like, okay, I'm in a good place. And I'm making money. Not a goal is if at any point the money stops, stay in this place you in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let your mood be dictated by your money or your financial situation. Like. God will provide, like right. you said, you know what I'm saying? Like money. I'm on a money fast right now, bro. Mm. I'm on a money fast right now. What's that? I ain't, I ain't spending no money. I ain't going to say I ain't spending no money. I'm going to keep it a honey with you. I went on a trip. I've been putting all my cheese into this album, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I went on a trip. Woo, doo, doo, woo. I mean, you, you, you and I got, I, yeah, I got some cheese on the way. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm only spending what I have in my one check-ins account, which is like $50. You know what I'm saying? I got like a savings with Mo, right. but I'm not touching that. Right. I'm only spending what's in my savings account until my next check. And that shit almost gone, for real, because I started like three days ago, and I bought groceries, which is like $35. That's food. But, but. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I don't know. I hope it lasts me. I hope it do. But, you know, I'm on a, like, I'm on a, I ain't trying to make none. I ain't trying to spend none outside of the food I bought mm-hmm. until that next check, which I, I'm assuming is probably like 12, 13 days away. Okay. Yeah, I so mean. So $50 for 12, 13 days. That's that, yeah. That ain't that ain't much. That ain't much. Me. Cause I mean, you realize how. That's why I hate leaving the crib, bro. Leaving the crib, leaving the crib costs money. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The act of going outside costs money. Yeah, you for sure. So for I sure. know. I feel you. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm trying to, and I, I ain't gonna lie. If it gets to the 13 days too easy, I'm gonna extend it. Yeah. I don't think it would be easy because I'm already at like seven dollars. I got groceries though, so I'm straight right now. I mean, you, I mean, you, you, you still got some money left, like. When you dead broke is when it's hard, but it's like I mean, if you ain't got shit coming in, you ain't got shit coming in. Yeah. You got the you at least you got the the yeah. sort of like security to know that like there is next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, man. Not knowing there's next is fucking hard. Yeah. Bro. Terrible. Yeah. So I that, feel you. Uh, yeah, we here though. You feel me? Right. I just want to prove that. I'm not doing this shit for the money. I want yeah. I that I want to over prove that to God. Mm. I really want to. Because I know on this music shit, that shit could come in abundance. You feel me? And I mean, in life, bro. I yeah, mean, and whatever you do. Right. Yeah, but the more I've, I've been into the Bible and in that, in that book, Purpose Driven Life, mm-hmm. like Jesus says, the biggest basically rival to God is money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I do want to, and I have am over the course of my life put too much emphasis on money. Like I have for sure. I mean, even in my prayer, sometimes I have prayed for it. You know what I'm saying? I still pray for it. Yeah. I mean, niggas got niggas got bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's but not God like, don't give a fuck about none of that stuff. He don't. And I'm trying to instill but, that in my mind. No, I here's so that's kind of like the sort of conflict I be dealing with because it's like especially in DC. So I'm like, all right, my rent is thirteen fifty, fourteen. Yeah. I gotta come up with that every thirty it's days. It's not that you not, don't gotta make money. Yeah, but you it shouldn't be the saying? most important thing in your yeah, life. Yeah, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't control Yo, your movements. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? That's all. And I and and I've for a long period of time Let have because it. I was fucked up and needed money. You know what I'm saying? I still let money drive me, mm-hmm. and I don't want that to drive me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. I let my situation make me make make me put too much importance into money. Mm-hmm. And it is important in the capitalist fucking country we live in, but it shouldn't know, be the God thing. is the ruler of all things. You feel me? He ain't worried about this one capitalist country. Nigga. I really want to save the motherfuckers who are under that capitalist mm-hmm. ass country. Because mm-hmm. y'all are worshiping money. Even if it's say on the money. And that, God we trust. You know what I'm saying? No, nah. you, you trust this fucking dollar, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nah, they, nah, this country worships 
Yeah, worship we worship what money. You can spend, right? we, yeah, we worship yeah. money. We try to pretend we religious. Yeah, but we worship money. We worship money. So yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, we we got deep. I want to talk about playerism bad. Okay, that's a good transition from the, the deepness we got into. That. Pocket full of weed and money, phone full of honey, gang full of real homies. I know that's gonna kill for me. Making moves daily, trying to get some new paper. I'm just trying to catch my groove, baby. I can make you groove, baby. Come and dance with the Mac. I ain't in the playing roles. Other niggas like the act. Put the city on the right path. Y'all was skipping class while I went and did the math. Making double off the half. Told that bitch that I'm your better half. Let's go get this cash. Get your soul to me. Not go work that pole for me. And I'm gonna always treat you better than what those dummies did. Just can't treat you like I love you, but got love for you, kid. So, all right, I guess I was trying to like rank them in my head before I got over here. Folk did his thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, folk code. So, I guess like, so one of my favorite rap things ever is when niggas go back and forth. And I guess I've always been kind of like, if you don't want to give away trade seekers, don't. But I'm always interested in how like uh, those verses get written. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I, I don't mind, you know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, and I'm Going sure, like, I, I know folk carried his weight, but is it kind of like you write too and he write too, or is it like... No, honestly, I got the playerism beat probably like a week, like probably like 10 days to two weeks before I played it for folk. And I knew I loved the beat. Shout out Casino Troy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew I loved the beat, but I ain't know where to take it. So me and folk was in the stew. And I was just like, bro, you like this beat? And he like, yeah. I'm like, you think you can pop it off? Because I ain't really got no direction on it yet. Okay. And he was like, mm, yeah, I can pop that bitch off. You know what I'm saying? He, he wasn't sure where he was going to go with That's it. That sounds like a folk-ass beat, though. I ain't gonna it is. It is. That's why I knew, like, all right, I ain't finding it. Because I was going to try to write a little bit and then, and then give it to folk. Like, all right, let's be on this. Mm. But I couldn't find nothing, and you know me, I try to be on my, you know, godly vibes. Responsible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, if I can't write nothing to it, it must mean Somebody folk posted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, can you pop this bitch off? And he said, yeah. He went in his phone for, like, five, maybe ten minutes. Got on the mic, pocket full of weed and money, phone full of honeys, gang full of real homies. I know that's gonna kill for me. He said yeah. all that. Make it move. And he said, I'm just trying to catch my groove, baby. And he like, and it was my turn. And he like, well, he was like, Willie, bro, I low key want you to say, I can make you groove, baby. Come and dance with, with the, the mat. Yeah, that that lot hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. All right, <laughs> I say that for sure. So I said that and then finished it off. And from there, he wrote, I wrote. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We wrote our perspective parts. Right. But that's how it started. You okay. know what I'm saying? And he gave me that I can make you groove, baby, coming down. I'm like, yeah. nigga, for sure. All right, nigga, for sure. I ain't no nigga who about to, you know, I write my shit. Mm-hmm. But if a nigga hand me some fly some, shit, some fire shit, I yeah. ain't about to be like, no. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's that's for always, the music. But, so, like, I mean, gotta have it as my standard, Hov and Kanye. But mm-hmm. I was thinking about. I wrote about um, 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 
Rich Nigga Problems by uh, Pac and Corday Lash. And I love that song because I'm kind of like, this is almost, somebody else had to write the other person's verse. Like, this go together too well. So I'm almost intrigued by how, like, back and forth verses go because it's, it's got to be a level of, like, yeah. teamwork. You know and it's mean? something I always wanted to do. You feel me? But, uh, right beat never came, nothing mm-hmm. like that. But if... You know, I, I I hope the process would go like it went. You feel mm-hmm. me? Before I ever done it, I hope the process would go like it went. And, you know, folks did his thing on that motherfucker. Oh, you snapped. feel me? And he was making me be like, hold up. I can't let this nigga wash me, bro. Bro, oh, yo, oh, yo shit. I can't let this nigga wash me, bro. Like, oh, yo shit. He, he snapped. I'm happy my nigga killing this because this is like his, like, because he coming with a tape. You know, he trying to come with a tape for the end of the year. Okay. So I'm like, I'm happy my nigga coming like this on this bitch. But I cannot let this nigga watch me. He can win. I don't care if he win. But not watch. But it got to be about one or two. Mm-hmm. He can't just watch me on this bitch. You feel nah, me? That, I mean, that was his pocket, bro. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm happy as fuck my nigga came like that. And I'm happy niggas like that shit like that. You feel yeah. me? Because that, that bitch hard. That bitch too oh, hard. I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, I've been with Donnie most of the break. He told me I heard it. Uh, he pulled up on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, man, folks snap. I was yeah. like, folks? <laughs> I gotta hear this, bro. <laughs> he came, the first verse you hear is, is him. I was yeah, like, oh. Pocket, he come on that bitch too crazy. Yeah. Pocket for a little weed and money. I'm like, oh, my nigga cold, <laughs> dog. My nigga, K Detroit Snoop to me. No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I definitely Detroit feel that. Snoop. But yeah, I mean, y'all both did y'all thing, but let me, I got to shout out my nigga folks. No, he's not. Right. Listen, I got 12 songs on that bitch. I don't <laughs> care if I get beat on one. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I got a few solos, you feel me? Yeah, I ain't yeah, tripping. All right, and then, I mean, the last one for the outro. We, I mean, I, we going to talk about the outros, but somebody, sometimes you got charity and super cool on there, super cool wicked. Somebody sometimes And it's you that be crossing my mind I got your back and you got mine I scratch your back and you scratch mine We all need somebody sometimes It gets tough when you lost in this grind All the games that you play in your mind We all need somebody You need me How that come about? I mean, they both I mean, you got two R&B artists on there Yeah I've been, you know Me and Super Cool worked together before uh, I've been wanting to work with Charity for a long time. Okay. You feel me? My initial plan was only to work with Charity because I hope to do a joint project with Super Cool. Okay. So I was kind of... Right? Yeah. You feel me? I hope to. Ain't yeah. nothing... You know, she working on her own thing, so I'm I'm patient. Wait for it. But, uh, you know, it's going to happen at the right time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was planning to just get Charity on it, honestly. Uh uh, but uh, Charity did her thing on it, and you know me and Smurf was kicking it. You know what I'm saying? And we like we was loving what Charity did, but we was also like, if we add another voice, you know, because I also, you know, like I say, I live in like 2004 and back. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, all some of my favorite songs is like. That Method Man and Mary mm-hmm. and shit like that. You feel me? So I was thinking like 
two voices might make it more angelic and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to figure out ways to make the song feel full. You feel me? So cool always somebody who come through for me. Called her. She came through. Did her thing. And, you know, I think they both took the song because it was initially just me. I was on the hook. Mm -hmm. I was rapping. And it sounded decent. Like, my niggas wanted me to put it out like that. I mean, I I mean, because you keep, like, we all need somebody. You keep your yeah. voice on that yeah. part. But then yeah. they, they take over. They, they take over the chorus. Yeah, yeah, and they take it to a level that I could have never took mm. it to. You feel me? Mm. And uh, I wanted it. It was too much me on the project, my voice. So I didn't want to be the hook to that song, too. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? They came too talented. Great women, easy to work with. You feel me? They was into the song, which made it better. And, you know, they did their thing. And that bitch came out. Another song that came out better than I expected it to. You feel me? Because I, you know, I wanted, I was fighting for that song to be on the project. Okay. Like, that one got to make it. Because okay. of the message. Like, yeah. No, so the second verse, I really like the second verse because I mean it's it's about platonic friendship. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. I feel like I feel like men will rap about they niggas, but not a, not in such a like a, like I actually love my niggas yeah, type of way. Type you know shit. Type so shit. I, I, I that's the part I appreciate yeah. it the most. You know? That's dope. I'm glad because that was that was kind of my thought process in writing it. The first verse is more like you say a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Second verse was a platonic relationship, whether it be with your best friend, man to man, woman to woman, mm-hmm. woman to man, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm glad you feel that way because, you know, but that's I mean, what I was I mean, those things are important, bro. Because, I yeah. mean, like, people, I think, I mean, obviously most rappers talk about the bitches they fucking, but yeah. it's like, you be spending a lot of time with the homies. And I can't count how many times and multiple niggas that I run with, you know what I'm saying, that I could, I've called yeah. and they just dropped what they was doing and fucked with mm-hmm. me. Like, period. Like, if I needed something, excuse me, mm-hmm. niggas will drop what they doing and help a nigga out. And I do the same for my niggas. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, also be a person who can express that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And one of my favorite songs, probably ever, is Hold Me Down by Cole. Okay. You feel me? And he kind of touched on that in that song, too. Yeah. And that's the vibe I was getting making that song, too. Oh, yeah. So it was like... The Uchi Wally flip. That, that, that surprised me. Because I was like, hmm. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Not, not too, I haven't heard too many people flip that. Yeah. But I felt that way about... I felt that way about... I mean, I haven't heard anybody flip yesterday. Um, it was another one. I was like, yo. Like, Croft really... I mean, Will's really going in the bag for, like... For, for samples, but for, for, yeah. for beats that are um that are sort of like ubiquitous to people our age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these, these beats that we would recognize. Yeah, right, right, right. And that's something also that I enjoy. That's why I did the verse on what they want, because you know, you know, I I do when I do reach back, I want to kill beats that mean something to mm-hmm, me. Because mm-hmm. even the No Limit Soldier is like a Minuteman flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what, the, what flip that was. Yeah. And I don't know what they flipped to make Minuteman if they did, mm-hmm. but that's what I remember. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know. But, but but 
That flip sounded so Detroit to me. That's why. That's really why I like No Limit Soldier. It sounds like a Detroit song. Yeah. But still very much like something I would have heard on Once It's in Park. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's how I... So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah bitch. I, it, think, I think that beat is also something else, too, honestly. I think he combined, like, two songs. That's what I'm saying. Two I feel beats. Like- I think he did. Because I hear something else in it that... And I, I guess I should probably know this. But it sounds like something's hustle too, which I is a very rap. Detroit thing. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. sounds like a. You know I'm gonna have niggas hustling to that. You know, you know, you know. You I can't know. wait to have niggas hustling to that. I can't. I'm sick. COVID is. Fuck COVID, bro. <laughs> fuck that's COVID. The, that, I mean, that's a perfect song for right now, specifically. For right now. Drop that video, nigga. That bitch coming. Shoot that yeah. video Friday so I can still that be here. So, so I can be that in bitch here. already shot, nigga. That bitch is ready to go. Uh, I'm just picking the drop date. Nah, I figured it. Uh, all right, last song is Data. I mean, I already told y'all I fuck with the outros. Have you on every project. Yeah, they be watching from a distance. Yeah, they be hiding their intentions. Yeah, they be plotting on your spot, too. Yeah, they be hoping that you stop, too. It seemed like you intentionally picked the outros. Like, what was kind of the purpose behind they? Uh, they is also, it happens to be one of the songs that I wrote a long time ago. I wasn't going to, I wasn't even planning to even, like, send it to Corey for real. I was just going to save it, like. Save it for what? You just didn't have a plan for it? I wanted it initially to be an intro. Hmm. And I knew it wasn't going to be. It's a good-ass outro, though. I know. You know, I wanted it to initially be an intro, so I was just going like, you know, this ain't something that got to be on this project. I want this to be lighter. Mm-hmm. I don't need this heavy kind of message. You know what I'm saying? But as the project was finishing, it became evident that it was like, ah, let me see what my nigga feel about this hoe. That's real. That's real. You know, and he fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? So he made true. the project. I mean, so, I mean, the messages. I mean, essentially, so, I love the song, though. Yeah, I, and I mean, it's not necessarily like I don't want to say like putting down other people, but it's like, yo, I mean, it's be yourself. The thing we talked about at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like, niggas are gonna watch you. Niggas are gonna, you know what I'm saying? And like, I honestly wrote it to not only relate to the people who are in the same industry as you that watch you and whatever they decide to do after they watch. Mm. I also wrote it to relate to how white people treat black people mm. in a way. You know I didn't even saying? catch that part. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't something that was like a, I was trying to make people right, catch right, either. Right, right. But it was an element of that. Like when I say, but they pretend not to even like you and shit like that, it was kind of like, hints at that too mm-hmm. of moving not only through your industry but through your world, through the world. you know what i'm saying type deal yeah so that's that's kind of was the motivation behind it for sure yeah and i mean it's a perfect i mean as we continue like the sort of like growth theme or like you moving through college it's like well that's kind of what happens when you moving into the world you yeah. know like, you have to deal with people who Watching you, hating on you for no apparent mm-hmm. reason. But like, what, you, what are you going to do? Yeah, whether it's the corporate world, because motherfuckers are hate on you at your job. Mm-hmm. They hate on you in sports. Mm-hmm. They hate on you in music. They hate on you wherever the fuck you at. If you're doing what you're supposed to right. be doing 
a motherfucker gonna hate. But how you gonna respond? To yeah, them? and then some people will hate on you just because you black. And some, you know what I'm saying? It's really just a response to all people that hate for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anybody can relate to that because pretty much all of us got at least one hater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I be trying to think I don't. Like, I ain't that important for niggas to hate on me, but I'm sure I got one. Half you right, one. I got one. And even if you don't, you walk in one room and you could gain them easily. You feel me? And I mean, success just brings envy, bro. Like, yeah. the point at which people think that you don't deserve what you got, that's Success, hate. confidence, yeah. all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can just be a nigga like me. Motherfuckers think I got a lot more than I got. Just because... You can't tell because I got all the confidence in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't need other Same. shit. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't need nothing else to validate how fly I am, how cool I am, how much I'm worth. None of that. So when people see that on me, they get a little feel away mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with myself. I'm confident in myself, so I don't really feel away from another motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. But some people are. Yeah. You feel me? But that's the thing is like, that's the weird part. I mean, like this is this is kind of like the subtext of they is, but it's like they don't even get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they just really making assumptions based off what they think or yeah. like how, how they think people. And it's really they fears and they, you know what I'm saying? It's really how they feel about themselves that they project on right. you. Exactly. Like why the who this nigga think he is? Right. No, I, I'm me, motherfucker. You don't think you good enough to do what I'm doing when you really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm He's saying? Right. Like, I, I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying that I am. I am. And, I mean, you could find your purpose and do great things, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But you, a lot of people would rather just critique other people trying to find theirs. Yep. Because it's too hard to do it yourself. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I mean, I, I be mad at Twitter all the time, even though I be on that bitch. But I'm like, people spend so much time critiquing what other people do. I'm like, man, go get you yeah, a bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or go just go, out. just go lay under a fucking tree and enjoy yourself. Like, right, enjoy life, man. <laughs> you feel me? Why are you, why are you on this bitch hating people so much? Like, enjoy life, man. Why are you on this bitch hating people so much? Like, just come on, bro. Come on, bro. You're not about to. You're not about to. And this is something my brother been telling me because everybody know that follow me, I will say some shit on Twitter, but. <laughs> My brother been telling me, like, bro, you're not about to change the world with a tweet, nigga. You're not. You're not about to change the world with a tweet. Only thing that's going to change the world is your actions mm-hmm. and your testimony, bro. Tweeting some shit. That's I tweeted today. Like, being on the right side of a Twitter conversation don't really mean that shit. That don't mean nothing, bro. You know what I'm but saying? But that's the thing. Is, Anybody I've seen people, can do that. I've seen mad people be on the wrong side of a Twitter conversation. Like, mad people. And I'm like... How do all of y'all know y'all wrong? That's that's crazy. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's And it really don't. Like people will argue twenty-four hours for the right side, quote unquote, the right side don't get nowhere. of a Twitter conversation. And not only don't get nowhere, but ain't did none of that shit in, in real the life. real world. In, yeah. Like people will call themselves the most tolerant people and the most caring and loving people and all this shit and then the one person they have issues with whether it's a man whether it's a transsexual whether it's a white person whatever they don't show those qualities instantly Mm -hmm. what the fuck was you just arguing (laughs) on twitter for you're not tolerant Mm -hmm. you're not 
You feel me? Because me, I got issues with people, but I can put that aside until those people deserve me to act on it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm not about to just hate somebody. Just for the be, sake of hating them. For the sake of hating them. Just because they identify with a group I don't mm-hmm. relate to or some shit. I'm not about to just hate you. Unless you're in the Klan or the police. I probably don't fuck with you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> fuck with you, but I still don't hate, hate you. you. Hate, hate. Now, if you come at me with hate, I'm going to respond Violently, whatever, hatefully, mm. maybe. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to stay loving, but I don't fuck with y'all, so fuck y'all. You feel right. me? But I don't, I ain't gonna instigate, I right. don't hate white people. I don't I don't think about white people. You got to think about them. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't, right. I'm not just sitting around thinking about the, the white people that hate me. I'm not thinking about them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting around thinking about nobody. For real, I'm really sitting around thinking about how can I be better? You I do f- hate the police, but yeah. I, I hate them, but I'm not thinking about them. Like, if they put me over, then it's like, I hate these niggas. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? But throughout my day. Right, I'm, not fuck, thinking, I'm not thinking about you. 12, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you right. They thinking about us. Yeah. I hope I find me a nigger today. <laughs> I, I hope a nigger talks back to me today. I'm not thinking about them, bro. Wow. I'm not, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking about none of that. I, I'm, I come across people, I show them love until they don't until deserve they show you, right? Yeah. Until you know, even if I don't agree with your lifestyle, I'm not about to treat you differently until you deserve to be treated differently. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, because it's not my... And even at the point you deserve to be treated differently, I'm probably just going to walk away. You know Most likely. Unless it's like, you, you got to learn this point. Mm. Like, I got to make this point. Mm-hmm. I got I to get this off. Mm-hmm. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, but other than that, it's like, I ain't... You know, I ain't your life, you know. Yeah, bro, I ain't about to... Ruin my day because how you live yours. Yeah. Yeah. Go on about your life, bro. That's real. That's real. That's real. Uh, I mean, we made through the track list. You got anything else you want to add about the album? We had, we had an hour 30, so I don't know if you want to still do hoop. We could do that Man, on the phone when I get back. I mean, we ain't got to do hoop, but we're going to, we, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to let it let the conversation go where it go. I figured But INC University, back to cool. Back to you cool. feel me? Check it out. Listen to it. Vibe to it. It's 30 minutes. Everywhere you stream your your musics. Everywhere you feel me. Hopefully title. Get your music to some black people. Money to some black people. But Right. Uh, you know. You feel me? Spotify got good quality too or them. True. True. And they, they help they help people find new artists. So yeah, I ain't mad true. at Spotify. Yeah, I, I won't come at Spotify for yeah. But you know. Check out the vibes, man. I, I don't be trying to force people to listen, but I do really want people to listen really bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I haven't heard somebody say, you know, they didn't like it yet. So check it out. You feel me? Yeah. If you the first, be the first. If you like it, fuck with me. I'll be hoping when I repost on my Instagram story, some of my DC niggas be like, hmm, yeah. let me check this shit out. It's going to be some that probably do. You know what I'm saying? Check this shit out. You know? But that's the grind, man. Like, people gonna hear it when they supposed to hear it. Right. Right, right, right. But I mean, how you feel? It's Project 5? Overall, yeah. 5, 4 on streaming. 4 on streaming, yeah. How you feel? I feel good, bro. I feel like I found my sound. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is... I've been trying to get to the point... The one thing... Because I ain't going to lie, when I first started rapping, my brothers and shit thought I could blow up immediately. You feel me? The one thing I knew 
is that I wasn't ready to walk in any any studio in the world with any artist in the world and be confident in my sound. But that's just being a a beginner. I know. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like now I'm at that point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck who it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to give you who I am. Now, if you don't like it enough to use it, that's your choice. But I'm comfortable with what I'm doing now to the point where it don't matter where I'm at, what studio, what artist I'm in front of, what whatever, investor, whatever. I know I believe in this shit, and I know this shit good, and I know my sound is my sound. So... That's you know that's where I I've gotten to after this project you know nah, I feel you. you know I couldn't be more excited about that feeling. I don't listen to bad music I don't think so. If anybody listening to this, <laughs> I play this, I play Will's a lot so I need to get hip. The shit the shit bang bro the very shit quickly bro. Listen to Don't Limit Soldier and then just like you know what I'm saying start from the top after that. But I feel <laughs> like that's a very good entry point if you want to like listen to this album specifically. Uh... You'll be good to go. No, but, limit that one for sure. But for sure. Uh, I mean, we can wrap up, bro. Um, yeah, I ain't, you know, I, I didn't talk to none. I figured, I mean, yeah. Niggas got a whole album and an hour 30 to hear me talk. <laughs> they, they probably sick of me. And, and I'm probably going to, like, throw some snippets of the songs in. So they, they definitely going to hear your voice. Yeah, nigga, I ain't got to say shit else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell, tell niggas where to follow you and then we can. We Willie can Mac Jr., you feel me? Instagram, that's W-I-L-L-I-E-M-A-C underscore J-R. Same thing on Twitter. Willie Space, Mac Space Jr. on Facebook, if you a Facebook. If you still on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on and off. But it's pretty know. much the same on 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 every sh- on every social site, you feel me? If you type in Willie Mac Jr., I'll be one of the names to pop up, I hope. Yeah. No, YouTube low-key clutch, because I felt like when I linked to Be Safe last year, I was like, what's on YouTube? Hey, that worked. Oh, yeah. All, my, yeah, all that should be on YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. on YouTube, so. Niggas can find me wherever, bro. I'm just, as soon as soon as I pop, then we gonna worry about the cheese. You know what I'm saying? I ain't worried about the cheese. Yeah, it's right for now. the love, nah. That's for real. That's for real. For sure, bro. Appreciate it, dog. Already, bro. Appreciate After everyone, bro. No, that's what I don't I care where this shit go. That's what I'm saying. I don't care where this shit go. You the first nigga I ever talked music with, for real. My nigga. That's my age too, type shit. So I don't care where this shit go, bro. My nigga, that's love. We, my like drop, you. we doing it here for sure. For sure. No, I, um, that's what I'm saying. Cause I didn't know you was dropping, so I plan to come home. I was getting homesick. I ain't been home since last Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah. That's so funny. I was like, I mean, once I got some cheese, I was like, let me come home. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I wasn't gonna really like fuck with niggas cause coronavirus. Yeah. I'm like, why the wheels dropping? Let me pull up on my boy. <laughs> let me pull up on my dog. Yeah, bro. Oh, we got to do these. So, yeah. yeah, these going to happen every time. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, boom. One more time. Thank you to the good brother, Wills. Uh, Willie Mac Jr. Y'all go stream Inc. University, Back Too Cool, the number two for the record, Back Too Cool, wherever you stream your music, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, wherever you stream your music. Also, he and our sister, Miss Paige Gilbert, uh, shout out to Paige, who I also need to get on this show. But um, she is directing a vlog series for Wills. Professor Willie Mack is um, teaching for Inc. University. It's a vlog series for the album um, on his Instagram, at Willie Mack underscore junior. Y'all go check that out when you get a free moment. Black Man Yoga 2, 
next Saturday, October 17th, 10 a.m. Um, again, the first one was phenomenal. I'm pretty sure this one will be just as great. I actually did a write-up for the first one that I will link to in the episode notes if you want a glimpse of how the first one went. But like I said, it was great. This one will be great, too. Shout-out to Yoga with Jamie. Shout-out to The Cut. Um, Shout-out to Be Great DC. Um, again, bmyt.eventbrite.com, but I'll also link to that in the episode notes. Black men, if you want to do some yoga with some folks that look like you, there are no barriers to Zoom. So anywhere across the, the world, pretty much, if you want to tap in, we'd love to see you there. Uh, Let's Talk, bruh, a podcast on black masculinity. Speaking of black men yoga, too, they sponsored with, well, they, they partnered with Be Great DC to sponsor the first black men yoga, too. But um, shout out to the brother, Jeremy Hurt. He'll be back on here before long, I'm pretty sure. But he is taking the hiatus. I still posted the ad because y'all need to listen to the show. It's a phenomenal show for black men specifically, but anybody that wants to listen to um, to Jeremy just kind of deconstruct myths about black masculinity, things we're supposed to uphold, myths that we have learned that we are are um, unlearning as we as we mature and get older. It's a, it's a phenomenal show. I would recommend it to anybody, but specifically black men. Let's talk, bro. A podcast on black masculinity. Anywhere you stream your podcast. Shout out to Jay Hurt. Um, looking forward to your imminent return in Q1 2021. I'm just going to speak that into existence because he's talking about he might wait until Q2 and I'm not hearing that bullshit. So, um, yeah, let's talk, bro. Coming back very, very, very soon. And uh, again, whatsusome.com. Uh, my latest essay. First thing you'll see on whatsusome.com. Home is where the patience is. I uh, got a couple more. In the pike, legitimately, they are being written. So uh, be on the lookout for those. In the coming days and weeks, anything multimedia, honestly, at what suits him, we can probably point you in the direction of where to go or do it for you ourselves. Um, I kind of want to add graphic design, but I, that's, I'm that i just going to point you somewhere else. <laughs> but pretty much everything else we can do for you, if it's if it's, uh, 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 it's everything, photography, uh, consulting, if you need your professional development, uh, documents handled, um, copywriting, copy editing, anything of that sort, we can definitely help you out with that. So please, please, please check us out at what suits him and what suits him dot com. Um, and finally, the announcement that I want to make regarding the, the uh, podcasting space at what suits him and what suits him dot com. So um, when I first started, what suits him transparently? The two primary things I wanted to do, well, three primary things I wanted to do was write, podcast, and fashion. Um, I don't, the fashion part kind of went to the wayside way too quickly just because I'm way too shy to, I'm way too shy to be asking people to take my pictures like that. So that's kind of why I started taking pictures was that I don't like asking people to take my pictures. I kind of ended up on the other side of the lens. But um, the writing and the podcasting were sort of the two things that I knew I'd be able to do just because it's a blog. So, you know, like you, you write and you post it and then you record and you post it. Um, and the podcasting was always supposed to have been a supplement to the writing, but then the podcasting swallowed up the writing because I had this elongated writer's block that I sort of justified by being like, well, I podcast. So I'm still sort of verbalizing the thoughts that I would otherwise write. Um, and then around the first of June, I got burnt out from podcasting. I tried to push through it through the month, but I, I was, I just, I got tired of doing the process of podcasting. Um, and while I, I want what's him to be a website free of the name Larry Sanders, I kind of wanted to be a, a project separate from 
a personal project. I wanted to expand beyond my name. However, I guess as it stands right now, I am synonymous with what suits him. And so um, I'm responsible for largely everything. I, I depend around him for certain things, but uh, everything else is on me. So especially when it comes to podcasting, I uh, vet the host. I ask the host to schedule. I schedule the host. I study the topic. I get questions ready for the topic. I try not to write too many things down because I want it to feel organic. And so that takes brain power. Then you got to be on for the hour and a half, two hours it takes to actually like be on the phone with a person. You can't ever slip. You can't be unfriendly. You got to be in a good mood. Then after that's all done, you got the post-production. post production. So you got to um, chop it up. If there's a music podcast, you got to insert the music. So all that's on me, right? Like I'm doing all of these things. In addition to at first being in school full-time and now working full-time. And so um, it's just uh, writing has actually become an easier thing for me to do at this point because I'm always writing anyway, so I can carve out time to um, type out 750 to 1,000 words on on a topic. Uh, at the same time, podcasting is still, a very, it's still very much a passion of mine. It's just I need to figure out how to allot my energies. Um, and so in, in trying to figure that out, I've come to realize that people, well, the, the themed podcasts that I've produced and that um, I've been listening to are especially sort of topical podcasts are especially um, are especially popular right now. And so looking at the numbers for albums of the decade or the analysts for albums of the decade, which I try not to lean too much in analytics, but they can be helpful in enlightening you about certain things. Elms of the Decade has been the most popular, well, in comparison to what Susan Radio is a very popular feed. And the podcast that I have, um, that I'm working on with Miss Rhonda Morgan, we anticipate will also be a very popular podcast. And so with our, with my energies dedicated to those two, um, this podcast feed, while not becoming dormant, will definitely become less, well, I, 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 want to be, I wanted it to be weekly, if not biweekly. Uh, well, we, bi-weekly, if not weekly. Um, it, this will likely become a monthly podcast, if not bi-monthly, if only because, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know if people are interested in these. And so my my ask for you, if you're listening to this episode, which will be on the West Houston Radio podcast, if you haven't liked, reviewed, subscribed, shared with anybody yet, uh, please do. Uh, we've been sitting on 11 ratings for a while. And while we have five stars, that's great. Um, in order to get more sponsorships, more partnerships, in order to prove our financial viability to people who wouldn't likely be willing to pay for this if they knew people were listening to it, um, we have to have those numbers. And so, um, yeah, like every like this is this is a free show. You know, I do this how I do this how to love. I'm not asking you all for money, um, but there is money out there to be made all, uh, in this space. And so I, I want that money <laughs> to be completely transparent. So um, if you all, this is very free just to like, review, subscribe, share, tell a friend, I would appreciate it immensely. It will go so far into getting our visibility up and getting our numbers up and into getting what suits them, what I think it deserves. You know, I, I tried to quantify in, in American dollars how much money I think I've spent on what suits them. I mean, between actual money I've spent and labor, and it's likely gross to think the money I've spent on, <laughs> on what suits them alone. So 
Um, I, I'd like you, you, you're in the red for forever until you're in the black and coming up on five years, it's time to start figuring out ways to get in the black. So I appreciate you all support. I appreciate you all's help. I would not be here without you for sure. And, um, yeah, year five is going to be a great year, man. Um, with these new podcasts we got coming up and, um, when, when, and let me untangle my, my tongue, but, and with, with what's some radio, I, I do believe this feed has so much more to give. And um, I'm looking forward to doing more one-on-one interviews on West Houston Radio. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's really it's really contingent on the audience. So if you all um, like the show, uh, please let me know. Please review, like I said, subscribe and tell other folks. Because like I said, if the numbers go up, then that lets me know that people want to hear these interviews. And I interviewing has honestly become one of my favorite things to do. So um, I'd love to keep doing them, but only if I know that is worth it. So um, let me know that's worth it, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we'll be back soon. I have some stuff in the repository for West Houston Radio that I'm trying to time out for um, when other things drop, but we'll see how that goes. But I'm yeah, we'll be back soon. Uh, talk to y'all then. I'm Detroit Zone, miracle the golden kid. And everything I am must be what Detroit is. I'm Detroit Zone. Yeah. I'm Detroit Zone. I'm Detroit's own blessing, it owns my love And everything I am is what Detroit once was I'm Detroit's own I'm Detroit's own